So, but now that we've got somebody who owns a bridge for the show, I feel like we yes. this opens a whole new avenue of people we could talk to. It does. Because there's there's right? dam owners, there's creek owners, oh. there's dike owners, there's um, canal owners. There's so many different things to do with water um, that we really, this is, could be a whole season of we could do a <laughs> We could do a whole water why season. Yeah, like a water world. A water why does have a nice ring Ooh, to it. Right? Yeah. I'd like to talk to a dam owner. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it'd be so much fun to talk about, you know, are there beavers? See, I think dam, I think like Hoover. Um, well, I do too, but, it, you know, I don't know. You could just keep going. Damn it, Janet, right? right. <laughs> that out there too. <laughs> There's just a million things you could just use with dam. I'm, same thing with dyke, but mm, true. we'll ostracize some of our listeners if we exactly. get yeah. too offensive in that realm. Yeah. Which we don't want to do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm down with, with pursuing those... Uh, <laughs> Random waterpreneurs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's waterpreneur. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, yeah, that was something. That was the thing that we happened. need someone who owns like um like along those lines. Um, I was thinking of someone who owns one of those boats that goes through and sees the crocodiles and the alligators. Oh, like a fan boat. I guess I should say. Yeah. You mean from like the Burt Reynolds movies? Yeah. Yeah. But but like the I don't know, I feel like the people who like do gator tours are always fascinating. Oh definitely. Um Right. Well there's still a gator well, Gator Land is closed. Um but I did a short film that we filmed in Alabama about forty five minutes north of Birmingham. Um, which is lovely this time of year. Um I'm sure. But we interviewed the whatever the term is there, essentially the uh, fish and game or fish and wildlife guy. And the stories he had about um, catching gators, it was unbelievable. Um, right. Were they, there was one woman who, whose dad raised this gator from like hatching and the dad passed away. And so this gator was the only thing she had left of her dad and it just got too big and started to like come after her dogs. And so this guy went out to help her try to get this thing, get it into his truck and move it away and put it somewhere else. And I think it like jumped into the truck after them. Like this thing was just huge and they are, they don't take no for an answer. No. Much like us, I guess. Um, right. Yeah. Yet another <laughs> See, we way. can relate We're to just them. Like gators. Yeah, no, exactly. We're just like gators. Right. <laughs> Which ones are the ones that thrash you till you die? Those are the crocs, right? Or is it the gators? Oh, I think it's the crocs. We're like that too. We just like grab on and just thrash you into submission. Right. Is it like roll you? Is that the one you mean? Yes. Yeah. I well, think... one of them. Wait, one of them swallows you whole, right? And one of them like no, thrashes you're, you're thinking you to of death. snakes. Um, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There was that. We need like Joan know, Avery there... to come on and explain. Right? I feel like Monty could answer this for us. Yeah, it's true. 
I do like to envision Joan Embry at home listening to this, just slowly shaking her head. <laughs> you right. idiots yelling at her iPhone. I know. Um, yes. <laughs> just thoroughly appalled by what the world has come to. This is why, with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. What was the name of the guy who said, I've got a bridge I'd like to sell you? That's not how it all happened. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I had my dad and my uncle built a bridge over the river at my home when I, was, when I had my home. And it went across the bridge to a little mm-hmm. barn and a heliport to the property across the river. And I got divorced. And basically, my wife got our home that I that I lived in, and then I got the bridge going over the river and the other lot across the river, so um, I could sell it or do whatever, build it. So I got she she basically got the house and I got the bridge, and then I put the bridge <laughs> over on uh, the lot on the other side of the property, and it was on my lot. And the builder next door that was building a home actually stole the bridge. We didn't know who stole it, but I reported it stolen. So if you if you Google um, stolen bridge Farmington Hills or five thousand pounds stolen bridge or man gets bridge stolen, it went viral around the world on the um, news internet and um, stories all around the world picked it up, and um, people were calling me from all over the country. Where's your bridge? So um, <laughs> I I went I was kind of upset because with the divorce. I had lost my home. I kind of lost my family. Um, Other things were disappearing in your life. Your money dwindles away from the divorce. The attorneys get it all. And and then my bridge gets stolen. I was just pissed off, and that was the last draw. So I went on. I I, I did an Internet search. I went played um, Rob CSI, went questioned, investigated with all my neighbors, and I kind of located I knew what happened to the bridge through – information from the neighbors and talking to witnesses. So then I called the police and the media and we put posted on the media and within 24 hours, the bridge went around the world within just the following morning, the police, the detectives called me and they found the bridge. They located it. So I I took the bridge and brought it back to my restaurant in um, Michigan restaurant banquet center where I have I did weddings and I was going to use it there for a unity bridge to unite people in holy matrimony and take pictures on it for wedding receptions as a marketing tool and um, it's, it has a beautiful arch to it curved and you know in the middle it's about two feet tall and on the edge it walks ramps right down to the ground on both sides they could walk up it from either side we're going to put it in the garden and make it a unity bridge and uh, a few months later, I was helping my brother with um, his Trump mobile. He had a camper trumped out for the, you know, for Trump, and you know all that. So mm-hmm. I helped him get that all decorated so he could drive on the road at 55, 60 miles an hour, and everyone would see him when he's going up north camping every weekend. And I had a Trump mobile. I turned my car into a Trump mobile to help promote President Trump's agenda. And then. Um, the, I, I got a ticket from the township that the bridge was illegal. I had to remove it, but I didn't have to remove it. 
it was a court hearing, a mandatory court, not a removal of the bridge from my property. It was in the grass at my restaurant in the garden. So we went to court. The city showed up with three attorneys, sued me, and the judge said that I had 48 hours to remove that bridge from my property, and I can't store it on any property in the township whatsoever that I own. And um, mm -hmm. and uh, if I didn't do that, they'd hold me in contempt of court, and the city could do whatever they want with the bridge and then bill me. If I don't pay the bridge within 30 days, pay their city within 30 days, they'll keep me in jail until the bill's paid for whatever they want to deal with the bridge, what they want to do with that. All right. So who knows what a city's going to do with spending? So I was like frustrated. So I, I at that time, I had the Trump mobile. I had the um, the media was saying if Trump, Donald Trump thinks he's going to be elected president, he's got to beat all 17 of these other candidates. He's going to have to unite the women, the Republican Party, the African-Americans, the Hispanics, the Asians, the LGBT. He's going to have to unite the whole country if he thinks he's going to get anywhere. And I said, you know, and, and then the Pope comes out and says, uh, President Trump needs to be building bridges, not walls. And I said to myself, you know what? From today forward, I'm on a mission from God. And I'm going to build the Trump <laughs> Unity Bridge because the Pope said we need to be building bridges, not walls. And I'm going to encourage Americans to share positive messages and judge a person by their achievements, not by whether what other people say about them or any mistakes they might have made in their past. So that's how I was going to move forward with the Unity Bridge. So I built it as the Unity Bridge Uniting America to help get President Trump elected. And which in Michigan, we won here in Michigan by you know, around 10,000 volts. It wasn't votes. It wasn't a huge margin. And uh, right. I, I, was taking, I was taking this unity bridge to all the Trump rallies in Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. And then um, going to um, my thought was, how can I get more exposure? So I would go to the Michigan-Michigan State football game at the University of Michigan. I'd go to the uh, football games at uh, um, MSU um, down in Ohio State, and I'd drive around because I'm thinking, hey, every one of these kids comes from a different state across the United States, so if they take a picture of it, they'll advertise nationwide for Trump. So I would drive around and get hundreds right. of thousands of social media photos and videos, and I became a national icon before I was even elected of the Trump Unity Bridge, of the Trump float. People didn't know what to call it yet. And I always called it the Trump Unity Bridge. And um, so that was one of my marketing things. And then I started going to the um, uh, Clinton rallies, the Kane rallies, even President Obama in Ann Arbor was here a, d a couple days before the election. I got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, got the float out, put together a Trump train with people and we went down and promoted to the, um, uh, the people in line for going to see Obama. And we drove around the university of Michigan stadium there where, where they were having their event. And, um, one of the media picked up and did an article on it, which you can find it on our, our Wikipedia. It's on there. Um, the Trump unity bridge. Um, and it, that day, this is what, this is what, this is why they call it fake news. There's a couple reasons. I'll give you a couple of stories on that. Um, we drove up around playing music, playing God Bless America, and you're a grand old flag. And our, our, our theme was, we're stronger together with Trump. He's for the people. We're stronger together with Trump. That was our message. 
Judge a person by their achievements, not by what others say about them. And that's kind of what we did. And we had the messages on the float that said, you know, America first, build the wall, um, law and order, and then um, Trump, Unity Bridge, making America great again. And um, one flag, one nation, one God, all, you know, trying to unite people behind President behind Donald Trump to become our president. All right. Well, the, we drove around the building. It took us about five minutes to drive around the building in the line till, till, we, till we got to the line, and then the line was about a mile long. This was the biggest crowd I saw for any Hillary Clinton campaign. It was when President Obama was here in Ann Arbor. And we drove around the second time. Five minutes later, the line's still a mile long. It seemed like it even got longer. We drove around the third time, okay, and you know what happened? The line completely disappeared, a mile-long line. Five minutes, four, five, five, six minutes, the line was disappeared. There was like 100 people in line. So the, first of all, the media didn't report that we were there. So there's fake news. Right? Even though all the people in line were taking pictures and yelling at us, you know, Hillary, Hillary, you know, and stuff like that. And um, then, then, then the thing is, when you go to any presidential event or any presidential nomination campaign, a Trump rally, a Hillary rally, or any of those, they have security at the doors. You got to go through searching just like you're at the airport. Well, that whole line went in in less than 10, less than 10 minutes. You know, 5,000 people. There's no way they could have searched those people for weapons or anything. They, they figured it was more important to get those people from stop taking pictures of the Unity Bridge than it was for them to secure them for a gun. So that, 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 that's a true story. The other story was, and then that's why there's fake news. Nobody reported any of that. They reported, oh, Hillary, Hillary, Obama, Hillary, but nothing for what really happened on the street. Even though the media likes to report violence and controversy, they didn't, this, was, this was controversy against their queen of the world and their King Obama. So that's kind of what went on there. How hard is it to parallel park a bridge? Because you're taking this thing, you're in LA. It's you're not in... really hard. It's it's you just have to have. If it's three parking spaces, I have to inch, inch in and out, inch in and out. Mm-hmm. If it's four parking spaces, I can back in and pull forward in one or two tries, and I'm done. So it's not that hard. So that's why we always reserve four parking spaces when we go. So I have the maneuverability, and then if there's an escort vehicle after I pull in. They can just back into that fourth parking space on parallel parking. And you've also had this thing in New York City. How did the yep. hell did you do that? I hate driving like a Kia in Manhattan. <laughs> you know what was nice about New York City driving? Everybody, it seemed like people gave me professional courtesy. They the they saw the flags, they saw the patriotism. <laughs> Yeah, but the traffic was, it was it, I mean, we, we, we'd have to go slow, but when I indicated to cut over, somebody would always, like, wait. The taxi cabs didn't zoom in and out around us and stuff. Mm-hmm. If I had to cut over, I would indicate, and I'd look out, and um, there'd be a car back there flashing their lights for me to cut over. So the, the and that, that's that's in a lot of, that's on the freeway. But New York and Manhattan, it was, it was, it was just like that. You know, you just wait your turn and, you you use proper driving etiquette, proper safety, and the people in the in New York City showed respect. You know the, the, the you know the difficult time I had in New York was um, 
driving around those circles sometimes. The um, sure. Columbus Circle, yeah. that was a little bit complicated over by Central Park yeah. because people are moving at different speeds and it's hard to indicate on a curve and see what's going on with the trailer. But I just had to drive a little bit slower and just wait a little bit longer. And other than that, if you take your time and you're patient, everything goes fine. Now, you've got the, the bridge covered with a variety of things. There's the Statue of Liberty. There's an eagle. Did you make all of that stuff yourself? No. The, um, the, the, well, the Harley-Davidson represents products made in America by Americans. And one of my attorneys, that, a friend of mine that's an attorney, was a litigator. So he helped us make the, ba- the motorcycle a gator bike with gator pegs and gator mirrors and gator seat to make it a drain the swamp bike made by Americans. So that was kind of cool what he did. And that represents products made in America by Americans. The um, Statue of Liberty was uh, a symbol of we want immigration in America. My family was immigrants, but we want the wall built. We want people to come to America that will stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, that will fill out the paperwork um, and um, become American citizens, learn our language and assimilate. And one of the you know, examples of, you know, two sides of the story is about that. You know, um, President Obama and Hillary Clinton, you know, brought that there was this lady and she's been here for 20 years and we're breaking up her family. And then everybody across America, oh, Trump's breaking up the family. Look at this poor Spanish woman who raised her kids alone. And now she's going to break up the family. They're going to deport her. Well, my answer to that was, why didn't Hillary Clinton and President Obama and all those people help her fill out the paperwork 15, 20 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago? Why did they wait 20 years to do it? So there's no excuses there. President Trump, we want him to build the wall. We want him to take care of the, the DACA people in a respectful way that will make America a better place and that um, people can fill out the paperwork to come here. And you know what? If they're an illegal immigrant, they better leave the country and fill up the paperwork and try to come back because hopefully they can um, make something that will you know, give them a path to citizenship the right way, you know, not these caravans that are coming in. And you think about it, um, what, you know, walls do work. We know that. We're going, getting ready to go on our Build the Wall tour. And the Build the Wall tour is going to leave, well, we've been, we've been on it for a while, but we're leaving on our national tour March 12th or 14th, right around that time. Our first stop is with the, uh, Build the Wall Incorporated with um, Steve Bannon and um, Brian Colfage here in Michigan. And um, we're going to be meeting with them. And then we're going to continue on through Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, um, West Virginia, Maryland, Rhode Island, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Atlanta, Florida. We're going to do the whole state of Florida down the Alligator Alley around the east side up the coast through the, the Panhandle. We're going to visit Mississippi and Alabama. We'll be stopping in uh, Nashua, Scotia, Louisiana, 
Shreveport, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Don't mention the swamp. Thing and then we that. have a meeting in Houston, <laughs> Texas. Um, while we're in Houston, we're, we're going to Dallas, Houston. And then we have um, we have pit stops and pop-up rallies in cities throughout all these states. Um, we're going to be having our first big build-the-wall border rally in San Antonio. We're meeting with some um, tra- people that work for the railroad, um, truckers for Trump, bikers for Trump, uh, the Minutemen, Three Percenters, the um, Republican Party's meeting us there. So um, the uh, Proud Boys, we have lots of organizations that have pride in American culture that are going to be there supporting us for a big rally near San Antonio. Then we're going to drive the entire border through um, Arizona, New Mexico, California to Tijuana, San Diego, pop up through the um, uh, Orange County, L.A. area, over to um, La Quinta Palm Springs for another event. Um, We have an event in Phoenix. We have an event in Yuma. There's an event in Las Vegas being put together. Um, Denver, Colorado, Fort Collins. Um, uh, In Missouri, there's an event being put together. And um, a couple in Indiana, one in Illinois that I know of. There's one in uh, Columbia, Carolina, Charleston, uh, Atlantic City, Atlanta, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida, and popping across the country because we just have just there's just yeah. rallies everywhere. There's one in uh, Ormond Beach, um, Fort Lauderdale, Deerfield Beach. We've got the Trump Fest on uh, the 31st of March. Um, on the 30th of March, we're at an event at Mar Largo, the Safari Ball, to inspire youths to um, be see something, do something about it, and become what you want to be in life. And then um, we've got something going on in Naples, Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete, um, just just all so many places. And we've been reached out to so many people, I can't even think of all the cities. Um, and that is a massive massive commitment and you are your dedication is it it's incredible i i know that um i just saw an article on m live i think laura cox gave you a really great shout out for the grassroots efforts you've been doing really? what mm-hmm. yep it was I just a couple that. days like ago thank you i'll send it to you i just saw it um and then um but but, but for, uh, along those lines you know you're doing this incredible investment of your time and passion and, and energy to get your message across. What sort of response have you gotten back from the, from the administration side of things? Um, do they see what you're doing? Have they been able to acknowledge your efforts? And Absolutely. Um, you know, I haven't, you know, it's, it's when the time is right, from the administration for them to do what they want to do. They'll do it. But President Trump is personally in um, Fayetteville, North Carolina. He came off the stage, walked over to me, watched, signed some autographs to some people, and he walked it, He walked past me and looked at me, and then he stopped. He went to the next person, signed the next autograph. After he signed mine, he looked at me and, and walked back, and he said, I know who you are. I want to say I really appreciate what you put his hand on my shoulder. He said, I want to let you know I appreciate everything you've done and everything you're doing. I just want to say thank you and let you know it's appreciated. 
and that was on national TV. Now, the TVs weren't picking up the cameras and stuff, but the cameras were right there, and people around the country called me and asked me what he said, and that's what President Trump said to me. Now, the mother of all rallies this past September was the same day as the Juggalo March. Did you guys cross paths at all? Absolutely. The Juggalos were just, they just talked and we um, we were... Were they positive? They, yeah, there was no problem. The Juggalos were just peaceful. We're just saying here that we're not, we're just here to, they were, they were just saying that they were just there to show that we're real people too. We have our own following. We like what we like and we want you to speak free and we want to speak freely and we don't want to be accused of being anything. We don't want you to, that was basically what they were talking about. These were the Juggalos, like they were just, People that we were in the same line getting hot dogs at the same concession stand because that was the only one open between two rallies. <laughs> so you said all the signs are things that people have talked to you about, and that's where you got the ideas for the signs. Has anyone you've talked to mentioned love? Not really. They, hmm. you know, they've mentioned love in the way that I love what you're doing. We, you know, I'd love to see, you, I'd love to meet you. But, um, yeah, nobody's like, love mentioned your neighbor. That. No, nobody's mentioned that. Huh. The only thing I can say is my passion comes with love, and it comes from heart for love of my country and love of humanity. I want everybody to have an equal, peaceful chance. So if, if, um, if we were out at one of the rallies and then one of the protesters collapsed and had a heart attack or collapsed from heat exhaustion or something, I would bring them water and bring them aid and help them out and do whatever I could to help that person because that's the type of person I am and that's the type of person that um, I'm trying to educate every American to be like. Just be that person that can help out. Be you know, you, you give, and we shall all receive. And so if everybody gives, you know, when you brought up the word love, if you just give love, you give happiness, you give positivity, it'll all come back. To you. That's, mm -hmm. but nobody's ever mentioned it like how you're saying so that, that, that which just seems kind of weird to me you know what i mean now that now that you mention it it's, that it wasn't really brought up and I, I talked to both sides of the fence and i talked to people all the time and you know you know when you think of it I, I, people have said keep spreading your love but that's been in like text mm -hmm. messages or on a but you know it, it, I, I, I never i never thought of it like that I don't know. I mean, and then I'm trying to think of, you know, what were some things, if we are going to caveat it, what are some nice things we could say? And, <laughs> you know, things sort of that understanding one another. And I did, I mean, I did mean it when I said to him that, you know, I, that it, it, it is impressive that he has dedicated this much time and passion and, and, dedication to this cause and obviously money right i mean he's on a world tour he's like touring more than kiss like it's crazy i mean the one question i didn't ask him that i really wanted to and and like the the connection wasn't great and i feel like the best way we do this show as stupid a show as this is is to like <laughs> have fun with it and and keep it light and it's hard to yeah. be jokey and stupid when someone's always buffering. And so like, Correct. I feel like some of that got lost in the translation. Um, but what I wanted to ask him was, 
all this talk about unity, do you think putting the name of somebody who is such a polarizing figure as the 45th president on your bridge sort of undercuts this idea of like, hey, let's all get together and sing Kumbaya? Right. And I'm still I'm still hung up on in literally in one sentence. He talks about the Pope saying, you know, we need to we need to build bridges, not walls. And that was my inspiration to build to build the bridge or to have the bridge is the Pope saying that build a bridge, not a wall. And then your bridge says build the wall. <laughs> it doesn't like you're using the bridge to build the wall. It doesn't make sense. Also, religious figures um, rarely speak literally. It's more metaphorically. Be sure to follow Why the Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check out our YouTube channel for some additional Great Why content. If you're so inclined, please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. The show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant executive producers are John Sove and Sandy Stone. Our web producer is Tilly Mustonen. Our graphic designer is Samantha Mustonen. The theme song was performed by the Electrosynthomagnetic Polyphonic Orchestra. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. <laughs>